That's great. Um, well, that was a cute song. Yeah, it's a good intro. Is that a? Wait, is that your actual intro? That's the intro. Oh, yeah. right on. Oh yeah, Topher did that. Yeah, I thought he did. Yeah, it's the end part of it. But I like, I'll like fade out. I'll like fade the song out and fade in with our voices and stuff like that. And sounded like Mount the Mountain song. Oh, the Lost Ark Street Band or Lost? No, the uh, Paper Heart. Oh wow. Okay, <laughs> I think uh, it was. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Huh, that's a uh, that's interesting. I'm here to make all the observations, man. That's why you called me over. It's a good observation, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, we just listened to uh, I I've and I've talked about this before on the podcast, and so if there's any repeat listeners, I'm sorry for talking about more than one thing at one moment. But who the fuck are we kidding? Like, Dude, I if you have, like, bro, there's like twelve, there's like twelve <laughs> listeners to this podcast, man. So who well, gives, that's twelve repeat listeners, which is twelve more than I would get. I don't have anything interesting to say, that's, not on my own. Uh, well, you do. I think you do. Um, it's kind of funny seeing the um, like who uh, we have a listener in Germany. No uh, shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know who you are, German person, but uh, thank you. Sprocken Z Deutsch? That's right, about yeah, as far as I can get. Sprocken Z Deutsch. Uh, see, I already fucked it up. Uh, I'm Grossbeater Bitte. I think I just lost your German view. That's fine. Well, I just I just asked him for one large beer. So Just one? Just one for now. Bitch. I know. Well, I'm drinking... Um, I went to the liquor store before this, and I've been uh, in, I've been into a lot of... uh, been into a lot of barley wine. Okay. It, it fucking... It came from Mike, because he had that... He, that stuff was awesome. That stuff was so good. Yeah. And I, I had, like... So I bought like two or three uh, howlers from uh, Summit City Brewing of that shit, and it's great because I can, you know, it's like a bottle, you know, like this size. Yeah. That's a fair amount of percentage of alcohol, and I can put it away and feel fine. And I feel like that's kind of like my new thing. Yeah. Where it's like I want wine, but I don't want like, you know, because I've had like Cabernet Sauvignons and I've had Malbecs and all this other types of wine, but I want something that's like the stout version of wine. And so I bought this bottle, which is a bottle of port. And I really like port because Taylor? it's heavy. Yeah, uh, this is Taylor York Tawny Port. And this bottle was $10 and it tastes like shit. I bet if it was 10 bucks. <laughs> so not good. Damn. Yeah. But, um, Mad Dogs will cost you five. You might as well get in two of those. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> of course, I mean, this, you'd be dead after this. Those. Is, this is better than this is better than Mad Dog. <laughs> Most things are. I like to think, dude. I drink. Uh, Tastes like communion wine though. That's better than that, actually. I, I, dude, I communion wine's not too bad if you ask me. I was always kind of a fan of it. I mean, yeah. You know, as soon as I got confirmed, I could like partake. Maybe it was like the novelty of it, but I think so. I always thought it tasted pretty good. Yeah. I'm uh, not a huge wine guy overall, though. Oh, no? No, I did drink. So I got like a cheapo $5. No, it was $8. I looked at the $5 and I was like, nah, I'm going to make a fancy meal with this. Let's splurge and go with the 8 Good idea. And uh, I know I made that pot roast. Yeah. It called oh. for yeah. Oh, dude, it was so good. Oh, dude, I love a good pot roast. I man. do too. And I've been craving it for weeks. And I just got this Dutch oven. So like every time I oh, cook man. now, I'm, I'm like, I should probably cook it in the Dutch oven. Bro, you told me about that Dutch oven uh, on the phone. Yeah. The other day, and I, I've been thinking about it ever since. Yeah, dude. I <laughs> highly recommend to anyone, go out and buy a Dutch oven. Steal your grandma's Dutch oven. Christ, who cares where you get it? Just get a Dutch oven. They're amazing. I make bread in it. I didn't think that was a thing. 
Uh, we're going to talk about red recipes later because I really want to pick your brain on it because I only have... I, well, I found one that uh, worked really well for me because Lauren made some and they weren't that good. Yeah. Um, and then I, you know, I was... I don't know if I was bored or what, but I found like a decent sounding recipe and I gave it a try and it came out phenomenally. You know what I've been using? What's up? Fucking Pinterest. Really, I have I have no oh. shame in it anymore either. Me either. I used to. I was like, man, yeah. this is kind of like a really stupid app, and like my mom sends me pins on it all the time, yeah. which made me feel worse about it. Like not because I don't love my mom, but it's like if my mom, yeah, if your mom's hip on it, a it, on a social she, media platform, it's like, eh. and she she uses it more. Than I, she knows how to use it better than I do because I don't know how to send her pins. I have not fucked with it at all. <laughs> So the fact that she's like the aficionado in this situation just yeah. makes me feel like I just like came out of the woods. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I, it's amazing. I found like that's where I got like the roast recipe and that's where I got the bread recipe I've been using lately. You do a uh, jalapeno cheddar. Yeah. 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 Dude. And it, like I have it memorized. It's uh, super. E- it's it's that easy. If I have a, a recipe memorized, like yeah. get out of here, man. It's nothing. Dude, it's Six and a half cups of bread flour. Okay. One and a half teaspoons of salt. Yeah, it's a lot of flour. Yeah. Uh, Two jalapenos chopped. Yeah. Don't take the seeds out. Don't be a fucking Mary about it. Throw the seeds in. You want the kick. Uh, And then it says a cup of cheddar. Like, but if you're measuring cheese, what are we doing here? Is that shredded cheese? Is that? Oh, yeah. And like, you should shred your own. Oh, shred your own. Yeah. And that's something I learned. Craft. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that pre like pre shredded stuff is just so no, bad. It's got no. cellulose in it, which I don't think is harmful to you, but like, it's not gonna melt. That's the whole yeah. point of shredded cheese is you want it to melt. It's not conducive to the bread. Yeah, you're 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 working against the you're working against the grain. You know, <laughs> just just shred it. It takes a couple minutes. Your forearms will thank you for it later. You'll be you'll be fine. But um, yeah, you just mix all that stuff together and then put two cups of warm water with uh, your dry active yeast. You yeah, know, let it activate and that just pour it in. Stir it all up so it's a nice goopy dough. Oh, do you put the do you put the dry active yeast in the water before you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you want that stuff to activate first. That makes, it takes. Oh, you know, that makes sense because uh, a lot of my bread has been a lot denser. Yeah, I've been like, why isn't it? Because but like, I put it all in the uh, in a in a mixing bowl and I mix mm-hmm. it up. But okay, I'll try that. What kind of uh, flour are you using? Um, uh, in- initially I was just using um. Just like bleach, you know. Fucking... That'll make a dense bread too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know what the big difference is between like bread flour and like the just the, the bleach stuff. Yeah. But the bread flour, from what I've read, is the one you want to use if you don't want a super dense loaf. Okay, I'll try that out. Cause now um, we went to, uh, we went shopping the other day, and I bought um some, some like good, like you know like uh, I don't think it's specifically bread flour, mm-hmm. but it's like. You know, it, it says on the package, it's like, oh, it's fucking made of, like, amaranth or whatever. And like, I don't fucking care. Man. I mean, I like, the fancy stuff has to be good for something, right? Yeah. So I ho- got, hopefully. I've got, like, a, a fat sack of uh, wheat flour that I, I've used it once. I didn't know what else to use it for, but I used it to make this, like, yeasted pie crust for uh, Christmas. I made this uh, tomato tart for breakfast uh, brunch. Or breakfast brunch, Christmas brunch at my mom's house. I think, I think it, I think that we have is, is yeet, yeet, a little bit of wheat flour. Is it yeet flour? It all yeet, yeet. <laughs> Throw yeah. it at the wall. That's how yeah. much you need, man. Exactly. Whatever falls off, just have the bowl ready. 
But oh. yeah, I've been I've been all about bacon and stuff lately. It's so much fun. Uh, but so anyway, as I was saying uh, at the beginning, uh, I want to get back to bread, but I want to talk about um. Uh, the the one of the first songs that I showed you tonight was yeah um, yeah yeah L.A. Salami, dude, so good. And I was like, bro, I was like, bro, I really wanna I really wanna cover this song and I really wanna make a video for it, but I feel like I need to reach out to this guy. Yeah, because you know he's uh he's the black English Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. He's so fucking good. Jesus Christ, like just a troubadour. And um, I I made a I made a Twitter specifically to talk to this guy. Have and, you said anything to him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I shot him a message. I was like, bro, like, you know, like, I'm super interested in making, you know, a, I'm, I'm interested in making this song and then maybe making a video for it that's similar to the one that you made. And I, I just, I super don't want to step on anybody's toes. Yeah. Like, if, if we do this, if we make a song that is probably note for note, and we do a video that's very similar to the video that you did. I don't want you to find out and get mad at me because I super respect you as an artist, like, and I just don't want that going on. And he responded and he was just like, he was like, yeah, um, you know, just put my name in it somewhere or else you might have a problem with my publicist or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, you absolutely can. You, you totally can. That's awesome. And I was fucking like I was so shocked because well, the fact I, that he responded, I did not, res- I did not expect a response yeah. at all. Just because it's, it, you know, like he's a busy man, like he's got shit going on, he's making beautiful things, and you know, whatever. And it, you know, it, when you reach out to a celebrity like that, yeah, you don't, you don't normally expect them personally to respond. Mm-hmm. And he responded, and he was like. You know, hey man, like who am I talking to? Like where are you from? And all this shit. And I was just like, oh my god, man, my name's Ty. My name's Ty, man. I'm, I live in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and like, you know, I'm a I'm a massive fucking fan. But I don't, I don't, you know, I'm tr- I'm trying not to like, you know, geek out because it's like, <laughs> uh, you know, fucking. I have, my phone number is this. Yeah, yeah. This is my blood type. I would love to have your children. Yeah. Can I blow you? <laughs> yeah, please. You live in England, but I will uh, fly over there. And <laughs> but anyway. Um, <laughs> But like so, and I was just super excited about the whole thing, and um, and I told I you know he was like oh man like you know what's your band name, and I, told, I was like El Camino Hot Tub, and uh, the next day we got a uh, uh, after you know after that uh, we got some activity on the group page on Facebook. We've been getting like, a lot recently. I was like I wonder I wonder if that was him. <laughs> oh how cool would that be? <laughs> so fucking cool. That'd be fucking dope. So cool. Um. But yeah, so like, uh, I I really I really love that sound, man. Like it's like it's harsh, it's kind of dirty, it's uh, political. But yeah. I've been I've been super getting into um. Oh boy, um. I think like as far as like the political stuff goes, because we were yeah. talking about this earlier a little bit. Like yeah. as long as it's fucking clever and relevant, I think it's totally fair game, and and it should be. Like art is definitely. That's one of its uses is like bringing things to the front to the limelight that probably get swept to the side usually, right? Yeah, for sure. Injustices and and the bad things, and it's either making sense of it or just making sure people are aware of it. You know, putting it out there in the ether. Mm-hmm. So I'm a hundred percent behind that. Well, and I was so I've been um I've been uh <sighs> Jesus, how do I start this? Um, I don't know if it's because I'm a, uh, 
I don't know if it's because I'm a sadist or maybe a masochist. I guess both are kind of applicable in, in this situation. Uh, but I've been listening to a lot of uh, WoWo, like Fox News oh, radio. God. Uh, just when I drive to work. Yeah. And it's a it probably isn't a really good idea because I get to work and I'm just disappointed in humanity. And that's <laughs> not really the, the, the attitude that I want to express. Um, but... Uh, it it really reminds me of the whole saying of, I don't know much about art, but I know what I like. Yeah. And I'm very much that way with politics right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know the ins and outs of the whole political thing, but I know when somebody's being a fuck. And it enrages me how many fucks come out of that, that particular, um, just you know, how much fuck they put out into the universe. It's yeah. Like, Dude, you're not helping. I think it's really important to remember, though, that neither side is without guilt, right? I think that the left... Yeah. Did, this is basically turning into, like, a left versus right thing right now, right? Absol- yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially when it comes to Fox News and shit. Yeah. Because, you know, the, but, the Democrats are evil and all that. But, I mean, Democrats and Republicans is left, right? It doesn't matter what your, you know, your inclinations are. Neither yeah. side is good. Neither side's good for you. Both sides is there to kind of fuck you in one way or another, right? For sure. Even if it's not you directly, you know, the, I think probably the most polarizing thing that came out of, like, 2020 was the way people perceived getting fucked. That was something that kind of got brought to the surface just within that year. That yeah. was – it wasn't new per se, but it was new in the sense that it was all of a sudden newsworthy. Does that make – am I making sense? Yeah. Like, well, I mean – if I could slightly elaborate yeah. on what I think you're talking about, um, you know, like people have been getting fucked for decades. Yeah. But it's like now it's not necessarily, you know, I, I think that people now are being like, we are, it's a realization of we are getting fucked. Yeah. And we don't like it. It's not good. No. It's not a good fuck. We didn't ask for this. Yeah. But I think, I think the bigger thing, yeah, people are coming up to terms with it, but I think a lot of people are coming to terms with the fact that, like when it comes to like electing a president, for example, yeah, you can't win. No one really wins. And I guess kind of I'm gonna piggyback off of that too. That's fine. It's amazing to me how much people treat politics like fucking like the like the Super Bowl. You have a favorite team, and you die for that team. It's yeah. amazing to me. You're you know people who are like hardcore backing uh, even Biden. I met a handful of people that were just kind of disgusting with how much they loved Biden. And obviously, I mean, it's easy. You can you can pick on people who, like, wanted Trump to win all day. That's easy. They yeah, all suck, right? pretty simple. <laughs> but, yeah, it's not hard to do. But, like, I met a lot of disgust, like, people who were, like, disgustingly, like, mind-boggled over just this one person. I'm like, he's not that great. Like, yeah. his, his compared to Trump, he's a saint. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that. But, you know. After the election, after everything kind of finally settled down, you got a lot of, well, I guess I'm okay with it. At least he's not Trump. I don't know how many times I heard that. At least he's not Trump. Great, but like, what? Do, what's he gonna? What do you expect him to do for us now? Not be Trump. Fuck. Yeah. We uh, we got we, nothing. Yeah, we need something better than that. Yeah, we do need something better than we needed something better than that a long time ago too. I, uh, but uh, I I got into I got into a discussion a couple times with somebody you know with some people who were considering just not voting, 
just because you know what whatever you, their viewpoints were represented and i absolutely respect that because yeah. you know i don't think that my viewpoints are necessarily respected by biden either but he is um you know you just got out of a abusive relationship and you meet this guy and you know he's not the he's not the best you're not going to marry him no. Like, but he, you'll is, let him smell your hair. Yeah. But he, he's, <laughs> he's this bridge between you and a really nasty place and a really awesome place. And I think that that is what Biden is for this country. Yeah. Like, you know, because I, I, you know, a lot of the stuff that he's done within the first, I mean, it's only been a left, you know, fucking month less than that. Mm hmm. And I, I I agree with a lot of the stuff that he's done, but I'm also you know super critical. He put a guy that's you know in, that was in charge of like Monsanto, like in some high up place in his you know some fucking again like I don't pay that much attention yeah. to it, but it's like I see something and I'm like I smell bullshit and I don't con you know I don't fucking commit that to memory. Mm -hmm. That's the problem with the whole political system, though, is it seems like it's it should be simple, right? Seems like you have it. two parties to to choose from. Everyone can count that high. Just split your attention two ways. Then that's just not the case, right? Yeah. Your attention has to be. You have to be watching like five different news channels twenty four seven to actually keep up to date. Yeah. And on top of that, actually find the news out of all of it. Oops. So, you know, and good luck there, right? Like uh, it's. With, with, like, news stations being bought out by political parties, I mean, you're not going to get anything relevant. You really have to read between the lines. Yeah. It's and like, I, I can't even do that most of the time. And the fact, I mean, the fact that we have these, you know, the fact that we have, like, literal, like, graphs and charts about which news organization is, you know, trustworthy. Yeah. You know, because if you want something that is... You know, on, like strictly supportive of your values. Like there are absolutely channels that you can tune into any way that you put it. But if you just want news, that shit's hard to come by, man. Unless you, I mean, you can't find it. Because even if you listen to, because I listen to a lot of like NPR and stuff. Yeah. That were um, uh, honestly, uh, what's the uh, Independent UK? Like yeah. the, the Brits have a better like in the middle understanding of our news and our politics than we fucking do. Well, it's because Viva Vendetta took place in Britain. I think they all learned that, that, that movie hit home with a lot of them. They're like, Oh, this is my backyard. Yeah. That, I Let's mean, that, take it seriously. That was in, I think that happened in 2020 too. I mean, that, <laughs> was I think, that when that I, was said? That's when that movie was set. Yeah. Oh, man, not to derail this entire conversation, but that's still a good movie. That's so good. It's yeah. a really solid flick, man. I really want to read the, the comic. Me too. Never um, read it. I haven't either. Yeah. Um, I, I super respect the, uh, I, I don't remember, um, I don't remember the, the, the guy who like did a lot of the art and stuff, but he's done a couple different Batmans. And when I looked it up, I think he, yeah, I think it was the same guy that did, um, you know, like the long Halloween and a couple, I, I was a big, I was a big Batman fan when I was a kid. Like, um, when I was a kid and I had a library card. Yeah. All I would get was like Batman comics and this um uh Hellboy. Definitely Dude, Hellboy a was lot dope. of Hellboy. Um and uh, uh Usagi Yojimbo. 
Not familiar with that one. Um, he, uh, it technically takes place in the same universe as um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh. But it's like a, it is a, a samurai, you know, biopic, and it takes place in like you know the seventeen hundreds or whatever. And like, the, isn't he a dog? He's a bunny. That's okay. I've seen him then. I know yeah. you're talking about now. Um, but it's, it's so like uh, yeah, I'll just pull up an image of him real quick. But yeah, yeah, like that man, and he's got like uh, you know, every and everybody has this bit where they're like. Everybody has a time in their lives where they're super interested in ninjas. I'm still there. <laughs> I, uh, right. But I, th- this is this is what Yusagi Yojimbo is what um, is what spurred me on, and it has like, you know, just the the way that the that the art flows is it's really expressive and it's really detailed, and it you know you are you are there in the action. Um. I think the antithesis of that would be any Transformers movie where you're just like lost in the you know you can't tell what the fuck those is movies going on. Suck oh, so really bad. Fucking Michael Bay. <coughs> is that who did it? I'm pretty okay. sure. I'm yeah. like ninety five percent sure. I'm probably gonna toss like fuck. a lot of incorrect names out. I'm bad with them. Yeah, me too. So I don't know. If any of the twelve listeners like decide to Google search anything I say later, just it won't be surprising how wrong I am most of the time. Oh yeah, so same. But that's yeah. kind of half. That's half the fun of hanging out with me is like you get to feel smart. This is this is your chance. <laughs> Throw me anything, I got you. Yeah right. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll fucking f- flip a pancake and make a mockery of whatever kind of IMDb bullshit that you got to bring me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I don't know, man. Tilda Swinton was totally in the Matrix. I don't even know yeah. who Tilda Swinton is, but that's a cool uh, Tilda. Who named their kid Tilda? Oh yeah. Is um, that short for Matilda? Probably. I, uh, yeah, I would. You you'd know her if you saw her. Yeah. You saw Constantine. Yeah. Uh, she was Gabriel. Oh. Yeah. Okay. She's in a whole bunch of shit. Okay. Yeah, but that's a great movie. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, man. It, it, it holds up. Um. Uh, me and Lauren watched uh, The Matrix. Yeah. Uh, for the first time in a while. I haven't watched. I have you heard rumors about a fourth one coming out? They're filming it. Yeah. Are they really doing yeah. it? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, Ooh. they're filming it. Oh, they're filming it in uh in um San Francisco. That's a trilogy I would be very happy to sit down like just for like a weekend and just watch all three. Really? Uh, that second, would be a good second one. Second and third are garbage. Like, I enjoyed them anyway. Put that shit out right now. They're they're good as a spectacle, but yeah. I mean, so are the Hobbit movies. As, yeah. as, as a spectacle. I will agree with you there. Yeah. If, the Hobbit took way too many liberties, though. Oh, my gosh, right. <laughs> like, they just ran with it. And that's the thing about the Hobbit movies, man. Like, because if, if you look at the... If you look at what the Hobbit is and what those movies were supposed to be and all of that stuff, and if you put your fucking thinking cap on and, you know, you think... But if you just get really stoned and watch those movies, they're great movies. And I'll I'll stand by that shit to this day, knowing how much they fucked everything up. In you know what? Movies. They could have kept everything else the same, but if they would have taken their reliance on CGI and knocked off about seventy five percent of that shit, and then had the same production quality as the original trilogy, dress up the fucking goblins and the orcs like 
that was cool. That yeah. was what made those movies so cool to me. And it's still like I just rewatched all three of them like a month ago. Oh yeah, that's like I, I try to watch them as as often as I can. I was uh so like with quarantine and not being able to get together with everyone and everything like yeah. and like trying to find some semblance of like having fun by myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, let's five times a day or five times a week like cuz I'm a people person, right? I'm trying to entertain myself. So I've been like diving into my magic cards like face first and i don't regret it i've been having a lot of fun once i got accustomed to like this is what i'm doing for fun now like all the time now i'm enjoying it a lot almost too much but that's another thing uh Eh, if you enjoy something it's never too much yeah i guess that's my school of thought anyway it's gotten to the point where like i just want to finish like one more it's like it's like uh in the office, I just want to make one big sale, one good sale, and I'm out. <laughs> you know, I just want to make one more deck, one good deck, mm-hmm. and then just like have my decks and just be done with it. You know, yeah. I, I don't need to keep doing this and spending money because it's they've got me right now. Is it a, is it a money sink? It is. That's what I've that's what I've heard. It's such an expensive hobby, <laughs> and it never it didn't start that way for me. I remember specifically telling my friend who got me into it like five years ago. Yeah, like. Oh, I don't want to spend five dollars on a piece of cardboard. I'm not going to buy these cards because he was like trying to help me build a deck. Yeah, and now those are the cheap cards. Of yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, well, uh, I, th- th- it won't make any sense to me. But what color are is your deck? I've got three built. Four. I'm almost done with my fourth one. Okay. So I've got a red blue. That one's probably my favorite one. Followed by, I feel like that's a. I feel like those are primary kind of. Like, oh, well, I feel like that's a primary deck. Like, like, well, it's it, it's uh, well, because uh, if I could slightly elaborate, um, uh, a friend of mine has like a white deck. Yeah, and like he was telling me about like there, it's it's super like out there kind of cards, and they're kind of weird, and they, it's it, I feel like you know. It, I, it, for me, it came down to like you know red and blue Pokemon games. Yeah, like back in the day, like those are like the basic ones, and then you got like yellow, and it's got some funk to it, and there's some different like there's some pizzazz going on in the yellow game, and then they just made a fucking silver and a gold and them and them and then all this other shit, and I mean it's kind of like that, like each because you know it's five colors, right? What are the colors? Red, blue, black, green, and white. Okay. So, and each one has its, like, own flavor, right? Like, green has all the big, dumb creatures that look really cool. Red has, like, a lot of goblins and a lot of dragons. Yeah. Uh, blue is built around, like, countering your opponent's shit oh. and card draw. Uh, white is, like, making tokens and enchantments. And oh. black is, like, graveyard stuff and zombies, right? Oh, So, like, you have fun. these, like, sub-themes to kind of work around. So, if you start yeah. mashing colors up, so you have a commander that's the, the you know. Head honcho. Yeah. That's, uh, well, that's the, the format I play. So, you have one head honcho, right? Yeah. And you can only have colors that match the colors in his identity, right? So, I've got oh. a red-blue guy. Every time I draw a card, I get to create uh, an insect with flying and haste, which is a cool thing. So I just abuse what the the blue mechanic does and just draw a bunch of cards when he's out, make a bunch of insects really fast and then swarm it right. Yeah. So like you know it's it's, it's a very zerg. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> yeah. You no, know, it is. You just it, the thing is like you're finding like a strategy that you want to do, mm-hmm. and then you're finding ninety nine separate cards that don't overlap. They're not the same copy or anything, 
and trying to like make a strategy built around that. Oh. And it's fun. So it's it, a lot of fun. Is is ninety is like a hundred cards in a deck? Like is that the That's the that's the uh, how many you have to have in Commander. Okay. You can't have any more than a hundred. Okay. Then and that's including your commander. Yeah. So but yeah, it's just I don't know. You you kinda get into the point where you're thinking through all these strategies, trying to find like the patterns within different cards you want to use and Something uh, that matches. Yeah, and then, like, you know, you want something that, like, matches your personality, too. Like, I, I just, I'm about to finish a Goblin deck. Because the art on all of these cards is hilarious. <laughs> I just wanted it. Like, so I did it, you know? I don't know how good it's yeah. going to be. But it's it was fun to build it. I, I feel like I would want kind of, I, uh, I'm, I'm definitely attracted to the, like, the undead kind yeah. of thing. So the black deck sounds attractive to me. But then I, you know, I think about when I play, when I play anything really. Um, my my usual my play style is normally pretty aggressive. Yeah. Like either like that and that and that covers even like chess. Like you know, if I play chess, I'm gonna be up in your shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so like when I play Hitman, like there's um. You know, you get extra points for, like, Silent Assassin, where you, like, you know, hide the bodies and do all this other stuff. And, like, sometimes I just want to go in there with a shotgun and blow your fucking face off. And it's like, okay, there's my assassination. Cool. <laughs> I'm not going to make, I'm not going to fucking, you know, get on the leaderboards for this or anything like that. But what was you. that? What was that serial serial killer game that was on, like, PS2 back in the day? Do you know what I'm talking about? Are you talking about Manhunt? Yes, I am. Yeah, dude. That's exactly like Manhunt. Yeah. I did play that with my cousin. Yeah, that, uh, uh, I, I, uh, ooh, man, memories. Dude, it, it, like, once you start going down that rabbit hole, man, like, a lot of shit starts popping up. Uh, Manhunt's definitely one, like, we would pass the controller on that bad boy, and just, like, every time you got caught, or every time you died, it's the other person's turn. The best thing, though, was, uh, uh, what am I thinking of? Uh, San Andreas. I was I was just about to say because uh, the whole pass the controller when you die. Yeah. Thing, um, we would put on like uh, riot mode. And, yes. And crazy cars, so every car on the street was gonna kill you. Dude, that was the best part about those games. Was just long, tossing yeah. in. Yeah. How long can you survive, man? And just we would uh, making a new game mode out of cheats and bullshit. We would do the weapon cheat and get every weapon we wanted, right? And then we would turn on crazy car. And we would bring our police stars up to five. I still remember that cheat. It was up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA start. Wasn't that the weapon one? Oh, no, that's the that's the Konami code. That's old school. That's old school? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It, was, uh, uh, it was R1, R2, L1, R2, left, down, right, up, left, down, right, up. And that was like the basic you know layout. Or you can get like left, down, right, up, left, down, down, down. And that was my favorite because it had the double text and um, the minigun. Yeah. And that was like my shit, dude. Dude, I like getting the uh, rocket launcher. Yeah. And I would use it just long enough to get a tank. That was always, that was always yeah. my strategy. The, the, the sooner the, I could yeah. get the tank. The soon, yeah, the sooner you can get a tank. Oh, yeah. You're in, man. And that was, I mean, that who I don't know. I never have played any of those games. Any of the Grand uh, Theft Auto games? Yeah, well, through the... I've never played the story. Oh, shit. Okay. No, I never played it any more than I had to. Yeah. I thought the story and everyone that I watched and everyone that I played was fucking dumb. I played, um... I played San Andreas all the way through. Uh, oh, wow, actually. Um, I did play, uh... 
Grand Theft Auto Four, the one where you're in New York. Yeah, a lot. Um, but uh, they that that was when uh, ugly games were big, um, like Kane and Lynch. You know, every kind of fil- you know it all. Every single graphic look like looks like it was ran through a coffee filter, like super sepia <laughs> tone, and everything was like <coughs> everything was brown and gray and gross. Um, I think everything about those games was pretty gross, honestly. I don't think anything was like beautiful. Nothing really jumped out at me as like a beautiful concept uh, of those games, for sure. Yeah. Which was part of the allure too. Like it's supposed to be gross, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be gross. It's, yeah. it's a game about you killing people. Yeah. Well, and that, and that's why fucking um, sorry, you were gonna say something. No, 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 no. Are you sure? Positive. Okay, cool. Um, that's why Hitman is kind of attractive to me because I mean you're. It's a game about you killing people. Yeah. Like, let's be real. It's a murder simulator, but um, you know, it's like, oh, I, you know, I fucking, I'm in Miami, and you know, there's I, uh, my, my objective is to kill this one girl and this one guy who are a part of like a racing, you know, syndicate who are also like funneling drug money, to you know the upper echelons of society, and so I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna go in here and I'm gonna light this dude's car on fire, and he's in a flamingo outfit, and he's gonna freak out and run to his car, and then I'm gonna garrote him with a piano wire, and then drag his corpse to a bin and throw it in there, and then take his flamingo outfit, and I'm walking around in a flamingo outfit, and then I, you know, throw uh, I throw a wrench to distract somebody that I recognize in the crowd as a part of the pit crew. And so I'm going to get his disguise and I'm going to get into the pit crew area and I'm going to loosen the girl's tires without anybody seeing me. And, you know, she's going to lose control and die and it's an accident, but I'm, you know, the orchestrator of this. And it's like that kind of shit that's super attractive. It's amazing. Do you, like, the games that are definitely geared more toward, like, okay, your job is to kill these people, right? Yeah. It's the absurdity of it that kind of draws me in, right? Yeah. Because you do, like... You're stealing these people's clothes and then, like, sneaking in like nothing ever happened. You know what I mean? Everything about these games is supposed to be ridiculous. But you're still, like, the goal is just to kill people. So, like, it's it's just kind of weird to me that games like this ever caught on at all. Compared to, like, Final Fantasy where, like, you go around as a fucking warlock and do fucking magic-y spell stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not bashing either one. I like both. But, like, it's just hilarious to me because, like, I want the funny stuff. And it's a, I don't know. I don't know where I'm really going with this, but it's just funny. They want, they put so much bullshit into these games that like, you can't help it be drawn in. Well, and and I feel like, you know, especially if we're talking about games that are, you know, like you get like Grand Theft Auto and stuff where it's just, you know, an open world sandbox where they give you a, you know, a shotgun and a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And it's like what else are you supposed to do? Like, that's kind of the thing. But, you know, in in Hitman, you can do, okay, I'm going to give you a whole bunch of people, and I'm also going to give you a shotgun, but it's like, do you want to do that? Or you can, you know, jump in a dumpster and, you know, garrote a couple people and steal all their clothes and, you know, weasel your way around it. I'm like... That's attractive too. Like yeah. kind of like that. Like that's fun. But you know the people who make the arguments that like violent video games make people violent? Oh yeah. Like Oh, they have been, yeah. Oh yeah, but it doesn't make any sense to me because like we wouldn't have these violent video games if people just weren't inherently violent to begin with, right? Yeah. Like there's a draw to it. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same thing as like playing Pokemon, right? It's just dog fights. <laughs> it's dog fights with with magical it's, creatures. Yeah, that's super true. And like, yeah. and like, so it's not safe. Or can I can do another beer. Okay. Like even Mario, like if you jump on a turtle, it's it's not gonna just go in its shell. Yeah. All of these things yeah, are horrible you're, you're, ideas. You were hurting that turtle. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. But I think more absurd than that are the games where you're you're just living life. Like Animal Crossing or uh, The Sims. It's oh, it's yeah. a game I built mean, around like it's a life simulation game, right? Cap on it, such a dumbass. I did. I thought it was like a like some sort of a weird cap or something. I was like, oh, well, that's fancy, I guess. Nah, you just don't know how to use a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and I like saw it like reflecting the light. I was like, oh, is that a bubble? <laughs> no, it's the cap, you dumbass. That's how you know good wine if it has a metal <laughs> twist off cap. If you forget to twist the cap off, you know you're in a good spot. Yeah. Fuck me, man. So stupid. Um, but I don't like, and I like games like that. But I don't understand why I like them because I could just, if I wanted to just like decorate a house and make new friends. I could decorate my house and go out and yeah, make new make friends. New- <laughs> like, why am I playing a video game where I'm doing this right now? Like, I have the capability of doing both of these things. And every one of those games is built around the same concepts, right? Eh, well, I feel like, especially in Animal Crossing, like, there's a goal in mind. Because, you know, I, I, I look at games like, you know, The Sims, where it's just you're literally playing out your own fantasy life. Yeah. But it's... You know, it's it's the fantasy life of having a house. Yeah, which well, says the guy who owns a house. Oh, fuck. thanks, uh, thanks, man. Whatever, man. I'm in the mi- I'm in the minority. In here. I'm in the minority here. <laughs> I was just thinking about that the other day, actually, because like I was like, oh man, this fucking pandemic is so fucked up and everything sucks, and man. I'm like, bro, I'm not 30 and I own a house. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think everything everything's kind of okay. Like. At the rate I'm going, I will definitely be in my 30s before I own a house. I'm okay with it, I guess. Yeah. It would be nice to own a house. Like, there, you can't break a rule unless you impose the rule to begin with. And like, what rules am I going to impose that I'm going to feel like I have to break in yeah, my I own mean, house? You or, know, um, you know, if your neighbors aren't cool with it. But I mean, you know, a, a lot of uh, I know. Oh, dude, <laughs> I was talking about that in the last podcast, man. I, I really need to kind of like redo this whole setup because how you know however dope you know the the pop guard and individual headphones and we have our own audio control and all that kind of shit everything is linked to each other so if i do this like you're gonna hear it oh yeah and it's like that kind of sucks man i i would love to have it not be on these big dumb you know ten dollar amazon metallic arm things i bet if you just put some like styrofoam in between, like, a little clamp. Oh, yeah. That'd probably deaden, like, a lot of it right there. That's actually not a bad idea. I mean, it's the, and it comes with these little, like, foam bits, but I think they fell off a long, yeah. long time ago. I mean, you know, whatever you need to do to, like, kill the vibrations, I think that would be the quickest way. Yeah, I think so, too. Dude, this is still, like, a really good recording area. I really like it, yeah, man. Like, the- there's, there's not a lot of... You know, there's not a lot of, like, sound bounciness. You yeah. Know, I, I don't, you know, somebody was telling me that I should put up, like, you know, foam things on the mm-hmm. walls. I'm like, I don't, I, I don't, 
I listen to the I listen to the recording and it's not the best recording, but I don't fucking care. It's a character. Oh yeah, man. Plus, you can put more art on the walls the less foam you have. Exactly. So. That's why I have um, fucking Carnegie Hall behind me. Oh, dude, that's a good picture. Yeah. Oh, dude. Well, it's uh, it um, it came with uh, the live uh the live Chicago album. I have a live Chicago album. Fuck and yeah. It's, I, and I kind of got it like secondhand, but I like opened it up and it had the, that poster in it. I'm surprised it still had the poster. Yeah, right? Isn't That's that a wild? big deal. That's crazy. Uh, so for the listeners at home, it's a black and white picture of Carnegie Hall. And uh, when I was a kid, or when I was a kid, which, I mean, also kind of applicable, but um, <laughs> in my first apartment um, when I was like 20, uh, I tacked it to the ceiling so and I kind of like made this like unconscious thing where I put a poster beneath the thing that kind of like it went like up and then you, your eyes would kind of follow it and then you'd look at the ceiling and like wow there's a building on the ceiling <laughs> I know right isn't that wild it's a fucking building on the ceiling what's it doing there <laughs> and I just um, I'm always reminded of um and it's kind of taken its own life because uh, of the line from uh, *Inglorious Bastards*. Uh, like you know how he gets Carnegie Hall. How do you get there? Practice. Uh... I mean, in 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 the you know in the movie he's talking about carving swastikas into other humans' heads, but whatever. He did have an act for it though. It was really good. Yeah, he, he had. It was an art. You practice. That's a movie I want to. I want to watch again soon. Oh, yeah, that's a that's that's one of my favorite uh, Tarantino flicks. Are you are you a Tarantino fan? Big fan. Uh, did you see? Uh, <gasps> oh, I'm gonna talk about this in a minute. Um, did you see? Um, the 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 gasp was not involving this next part. Um, did you see? Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood. No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, is it good? Um, it is. It is lower on the rung of Tarantino flicks for me. That's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, it's it's above Hateful Eight. That says a lot. That says. A I lot. enjoyed Hateful Eight. Uh, it 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 wasn't it wasn't bad. I liked it, but it wasn't, you know. Uh, and and uh, but it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't what I expected, really. That's fair. Um, and I I feel like the. I feel like the formula for a lot of Tarantino movies is, you know, character building with very interesting characters, but it's heavy on the dialogue, and that dialogue is punctuated by intense violence. I mean, that sounds like it was right up my alley. It, yeah. That sounds like a Tarantino flick. <laughs> that's a Tarantino flick. That's Tarantino's, that's Tarantino's formula. Yeah. And I feel like he really came to his own in that formula with Inglorious Bastards and Django. Yeah, like, uh, Kill Bill was kind of there with the whole thing. Um, there was a lot of violence, but it wasn't like the, the violence that I'm talking about is like disturbing violence. Yeah, where it's like y you don't really know whether you should be enjoying this or not, and that's kind of where Inglorious Bastards came in for me. Is because like the the subject material is super duper heavy, and so like you know. Um, you know when they kill Hitler, when they uh, when they go to free, uh, what's the he, he's a German defector, 
and his name is like Hans Gruberman or something like that. But they bre- they break him out of jail, and you know it's the 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 bastards break in. It's you know shotguns and you know just this really and you know shotguns are the 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 peak of like loud intense death. Yeah, like, that's that's a shotgun. Um, so there's a lot of that, but the whole like storytelling narrative of it is, you know, Tarantino to AT, where it's a lot of, you know, really interesting characters that you care about, which are, you know, ultimately killed off in the most violent and horrific ways that you yeah. can think of. And that's what I like. I like that. That's what I'm here for. I like that his characters, even the ones that I really, really like, still have something about them that I really don't like, you know? almost on the verge of hating them it's like they're a little just too far in like a direction that if they knocked off just a little bit of that they'd be awesome yeah but they go a little too far they go they're always in the extremes right Mm -hmm. and i love that about his characters i really do that's probably my favorite aspect about them they're lovable and they're not they're just too much and they're the perfect amount at the same time i'm a i'm a sucker for a good bad guy yeah like i and i think that I think that not, that not only makes um, I think that I think that having a good bad guy is a really central part of every movie. You know, to have a to have an antagonist that's good as that's as good as the protagonist. That's why every you know Disney movie that you love has a really good bad guy. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. You know what doesn't have any good bad guys anymore, hmm. though? Hmm. Fucking Star Wars. Yeah. Speaking of Disney, yeah. like, those last three movies were all such a, just a letdown. Especially the third one out of, out of the trilogy. The newest one, whatever that was called, who cares? I, dude, I only... Something Skywalker? Uh, I, I only saw, uh, out of the new, out of the new Star Wars world, I saw, I saw, I saw Solo, which I thought was good. Um, I haven't seen that one. It's, I mean, I don't know a lot about the lore, and there are a lot of people that, that probably disagree with me on that, but yeah. I was here for the spectacle of the thing, and I enjoyed it. Um, Rogue One, which I think um, really captured how fucking scary that Vader is supposed to be. He was in that, wasn't he? Yeah, he was right at the end, and um, Rogue One immediately bumps up to... <laughs> Technically, what would be the fourth Star Wars, like one in in the original trilogy? Okay. Yeah, like the first movie of the original trilogy. Gotcha. Where Vader is coming through the ship and trying to find Princess Leia, and he just got done just murdering people, and um, but they didn't have the you know they didn't have like the technological advancements to make him that scary. And you didn't really get the feeling of how fucking terrifying that Darth Vader is supposed to be. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's supposed to make you shit your pants, like, when you see him. Because you know that you're going to die. Yeah. And, like, That's what I don't like, that they keep going in these weird offshoots of, like, anything Star Wars. Where I feel like there's so much potential within the lore. Like, people who use the Force... Can do some crazy shit. Have you ever gone down that rabbit hole? There is so much more than just Jedi and Sith going on. There are so many yeah. different factions of people who can use the Force and like different groups and clans and everything else. I want to see that. I just want to see like magical space wizards having fights. Right? 
That's what I'm here for. And they don't do it. It's always the same rehashed, well, the Republic. Like, I'm so uh, tired of the political part of the, this made-up political system in a galaxy far, far away. How am I supposed to get invested in that? It has um, nothing to do with me. I want to see some lightsaber shit. Um, have you, uh, speaking of, uh, I mean, I might link the, I'm, I'm going to link this back to games and then I'm going to go back to, uh dank movies because um there is a movie that i would just watch recently that honestly doesn't have an antagonist really yeah stay tuned folks Ooh, hey yeah stay tuned don't, <laughs> don't, don't change that dial yeah we will catch you on the flip side which i just learned means the flip side of the record look at this guy i didn't know that is that really what it means that's that's, that's what it means wow you get it from radio djs who are flipping the record Catch you on the flip side. And now I think of it every time I say it, and I'm sure you will too. Now um, I will. Uh, I mean, if we're talking about video games, if you're looking for... Um, I, I mean, it, are you looking for another video game to play? You know what? I wouldn't mind having a recommendation, because like, I'm kind of getting a little spent on most of the stuff I've been playing. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. You've mentioned that a couple times. Yeah, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I do need to start playing PC games more often. It's it's available on a lot of platforms. Is it's, it really? I, I don't think it's just a, a I don't think it's just a PC thing. Um, and I will say, first of all, that it is been described as a Dark Souls esque game, which kind of turns me off in that description. Cause yeah, because Dark Souls was dumb. Dark Souls was really dumb. Anyone who tries telling me that Dark Souls was one of the best games ever and I don't like it because I'm bad, they just suck as human beings. Yeah. They, that wasn't... like bad Losing isn't fun. Yeah. I don't play a, a video game so I can sit down and lose for five hours in a row. That's yeah. not fun for me. Yeah. Like, don't give me this ho- hoity-toity, like, well, you're just not a video game fan. Like, get good. the fuck out of here. Get good. I, fuck you. Yeah, get the hell out of here. Yeah, I just want to play a fun video game and, like, I don't know, have that pleasure center just, like, smashed as I keep yeah. winning. That's fun for me. Well, and that's why I kind of haven't been, you know, I, I, I've, I've talked a lot about the uh, the group that I joined for uh, Battlefield Five. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been playing a lot of Battlefield Five recently because I've been getting my ass kicked. And when I have the feeling that I want to punch a wall... That's when I close the game. I'm like, that. This isn't. That, it's like, not fun. Yeah, that's not, not fun. Getting angry is not fun. It's not enjoyable. Yeah. Actually, I take that back. Sometimes getting angry is a little bit of fun. Like, it can like it can push you in the right direction. Yeah. But... It like when I start ranting, then I'm having fun with it. That's like playing with your anger, right? Yeah. Like I can do that. That's, that's okay. Great. Punching a wall is not fun because then you just have to work after you're done having fun. Like, oh, now I got to yeah. patch this fucking hole. My hand hurts. Yeah, yeah, your hand is gonna hurt. Getting hurt's not fun unless. Boy, I guess there's always an like an exception to yeah. every rule, isn't there? Unless you're into that. Unless you're into that. <laughs> well, and, and if you're into that, right on. Yeah, we won't kink shame that kink, but if yeah. we bring furries into this, yeah. like I'm gonna kink shame that. That's my, that's my kink. So is if that, you're gonna kink, yeah. if you're gonna shame my kink of kink shaming furries, How then fuck you. you. Yeah, I I'm not gonna stand for that. Yeah, no, I I need the anthropomorphized characters. Get the yif out of here. <laughs> I'm sure that one's never been said. Yif in heaven. <laughs> yif in heaven. There we go. So on earth. <laughs> Unsheath. 
I just don't understand, like, dressing up for sex in general just doesn't make sense for me. I don't get it. I don't get the... That seems like a lot of work for, like, five seconds of fun. You I know mean, what I mean? That, that's why I'm... And I, I'm, I'm really happy that I, in the in the relationship that I'm in, a lot of the foreplay is not lingerie. I've never understood it. Like, like why are you about to look hot for... <laughs> literal seconds yeah. before I tear that shit off, man? Like... That's not what it's about, man. Like, and you, and also like if you know if you're trying to look hot in that, you can do it for a lot less than like a hundred and fifty dollars. That's so expensive to have like fancy lingerie. Like, I'll admit, like I'm a big fan, and I guess I never really considered putting lingerie in like the same category as like playing, like dressing up, right? But I guess it totally is. It totally is. Why would I not? I just never equated it because I, I liked it. Yeah, I'm biased. Sue me. That's fine. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about furries still? No, well, we're, I guess we're comparing it to furries now because technically they're just dressing up for sex, oh, right? I'm absolutely, and, yeah. And we're not just talking about the people who go to conventions and like high five and then go home to their mom's basement. Yeah. Like, not those guys. Those guys are fine, I guess. I'm talking about the people yeah. who have to dress up as a dog, like a mascot, and then just to get an erection. Like, yeah. all right, let's just pump the brakes on that. But I guess you could equate it to just getting lingerie. Now it's making me question, like, should I be making fun of fairies anymore? Because I like lingerie. I think it's uh, nice. I think uh, it's a nice thing. Honestly, I don't think you should make fun of furries. No? I don't know. I think it's fun. I think I, it's, it's goofy. No, it, it, it's, an, it's an easy target. <laughs> it is. I'm aiming low. Mm. That's, I mean, and that's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm not, like, ashamed of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you shouldn't be. Just is what it is. But I think, uh, I, uh, I don't know, there, there is a, do I think it's weird? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I don't do it. That's a good point. And there's a lot of other shit that is weird to me that I also don't do. Yeah, I guess that's the easiest thing is just don't do it. Yeah. Well, it's a, I mean, it's the, it's the same argument with literally everything else that, you know, somebody finds, like, distasteful. Like. That's true. But I guess the thing is, like, I'm not trying to, like, demonize it. You oh, do. You, yeah. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm just saying, like, I'm going to think it's funny. Like, if you try having a heart-to-heart with me about how, like, you're a furry and you're upset because I think it's funny. Oh, you're yeah. going to have a bad time because yeah, I'm just going to, I'm bro. going to think that I'm, I can't take it seriously. It's yeah. going to be awesome. <laughs> Like, of course, I'm going to have a good time with it. I think that's funny. But also, at the same time, I don't think that that's necessarily kink-shaming. Like, it, the fact that something is funny, like, isn't... It, it, like, it, like you're not saying that those people are less of people for no. sure. No. Yeah, not at all. No, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, no. But I, I think that that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, then, I mean, yeah, yeah. Then. And, like... I don't know. I think you should, if that's your thing, that's fine. I think you should be able to laugh at your own thing, though. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I sure. think that that's way healthier than like, because then you're just bringing shame in on yourself, right? If you can't you laugh go. at your own thing, everyone has a thing. Let's leave the sex out of it. If you can't, dude, I'm a fucking nerd. I like magic cards. I spend way too much money on magic. Like, that's low hanging. You can make fun of me all day for it, but like, I make fun of it too because it's ridiculous. It's stu- It's a stupid hobby, and it's a hobby, and it makes me happy, and I'm glad I do it. But it's pretty stupid, and it's funny that I do it. Like, 
Because yeah, there can be some clowning involved. There should be some clowning involved. There should yeah. always be some clowning involved. Always. Like if you yeah if you can't joke around with people about stuff like, do you really enjoy it? Like you don't enjoy it to the fullest extent. I don't think. Well, maybe I came down. Well, I mean, I feel like I feel like in I feel like in that instance, I came down on you a little too hard. No, you're good. I, well, but, but I mean, I said that like, oh, you shouldn't like make fun of furries. I mean, make make, don't make fun <laughs> of furries, man. Like, but yeah. Uh, if you're a furry, I don't hate you. I don't think you shouldn't do what you want to do. I think you should always do what you want to. If you're not hurting anyone, you're yeah, fine. Do whatever you, you are want fine. To do. Yeah. But if I think it's funny, I'm not going to hold that back either. I'm going to laugh at something I think is funny, and I don't think I need to feel bad about that. Oh, yeah. No. Especially. I, I, I agree. I don't like, think you should either. The older we get, the more things tend to, like, we discover, like, things are just bad. Everything is around us is bad, right? Everything sucks. Everything we enjoy is going to, like, give <laughs> us cancer or, like, it's just going to turn on us, right? Yeah. You might as well just enjoy things while you can. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Laughter, laughter, laughing feels nice. I like nice, laughing. Man. It's a nice release. And I, uh, I feel like that's where, like, where my, uh, you know, comment came from. Where, like, I don't, I don't think people should be demonized for no. yipping. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, massive subject switch here. Um, I just watched, uh, Soul. The new, uh, that movie was awesome. Did you see it? Yes. Holy fuck. So fucking good. It's so good. I was all about it, man. Oh, dude, I I was... I Dude, I spent the majority of the movie in tears dude, from it. Dude, the part like, where he's in the... He goes to the gig, or he's trying out for the gig, and he's, like, playing piano. Yeah, and he gets lost, and, like, he's yeah. like the blue, like, all around him, and everything else just fades away. Dude, he, uh... They tracked. I can't remember which jazz artist. They tracked um, someone's actual finger movements for this. Was it Thelonious Monk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was. Yeah. It was someone like that. I'm glad it was him. But yeah, they actually tracked his fingers for that scene so that it was real. Like, that's mind blowingly oh cool. So good. They didn't just make some cartoon like smashing their hands against a piano for five minutes. Like, they took some. Liberty. They took some time with that. Well, and I'm I'm, I'm really I'm, I'm super glad that you've seen this because I really wanted to like talk to somebody about it. Oh yeah. And like just I, I think that I think that that kind of shit is so important to I think that that I think that that movie is so important to now because there's there's a lot of shit that's going on within the within the movie thing that needs to happen. There's a lot of like you know. Um, you know, I'm really, I'm really happy for you know Black Panther, yeah, that has you know like people of color being in the spotlight, and you know Soul is also kind of in that thing because you know there's a lot of people of color that are the main characters of it, mm-hmm. and I think that kind of shit needs to be seen. But above the like social inclusivity of what's going on, I think that people really, really need to know. That just because you don't have a calling doesn't mean that this life is not something that can be appreciated. And the fact that there is beauty in every single tiny little moment of existence is super important. Well, I think that, yeah, no, I I agree 110%. I think that, you know, a lot of the things that we do... uh, we, we kind of grow up with this fallacy, right? Where 
if we're not making money off of a hobby, that we shouldn't be spending time doing it. And uh, I don't think that that could be any more incorrect. I need to sit on the edge of this. There we go. But that's that's so wrong. That's horrible. That's a horrible way to grow up. And like that's something I still struggle with, right? Oh, I'm not being quote-unquote successful here. I should move on to something else. That's such a horrible way to go through life. You like, I think the biggest point is finding the beauty in those moments. We're not going to be famous musicians. I'm cool with that. I've reconciled with that. That's awesome. I still really love doing what we do. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I want to give that up anytime soon. Uh, I think there's a lot of freedom in being able to create like that. And I think there's a lot of... Uh, I mean, just look at all the friends we've made since we started doing this. People I've met that I never would have met otherwise. Yeah. And I wouldn't trade that. Us? Yeah. Good. Dude, we wouldn't yeah. have met if it wasn't for this, right? For sure, man. Probably not. And we're both very outgoing people. Yeah. And it happens to be like we get, we go out and do stuff a lot. But why, why would we have ever started talking to each other otherwise? Yeah. You know? We don't work in the same circles. There's no. Not, yeah, there's, it's not like that, you know. You know, I might have met you at a bar or something like that. But yeah. even then, like, would we have had the connection that we do now? Probably like, I not. I, I don't think so. It would have been a five-second conversation of me going, how's the weather up there? And then, like, <laughs> and then I would have just had a story the next morning about, yeah, I asked some tall guy how the weather was. <laughs> Get it? Because he's tall, yeah. like. <laughs> Fuck, man, that's brilliant. <laughs> but, like, you know, uh, you know, especially when it came to, um, you know, there was that there was that one little bit that twenty two, like you know, she had that thing on her chest where it was like, you know, you can feel, you can do the thing, but like something isn't connecting, and I, I think that's I think that that's so important for like today's audience where it's like, dude, like just because you don't know your thing or like you haven't found this thing, um. Where, um, where they were, the dude, uh, spoilers, um, not really. Um, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Go, yeah, if you haven't seen it, go fucking watch it, because it's brilliant. Do you want a cigarette? Yeah, I, I can, yeah, I can. Yeah, sweet. One. Yeah, because we're, uh, we're an hour into it, I was wondering when this was going to happen. <laughs> um. Thanks, can, by the way. Can you roll? Absolutely not. Okay, cool, I'll do it. Um. <laughs> but, uh, the... You know, there was the scene where they go to the dude's apartment, and um, the dude's a cat, which I thought was great, because I want to be a cat. Um, there's the dude, and the the girl comes up to his apartment, and she plays trombone. Yeah. And she's like, I don't, you know, I don't know if I want to do this, like, I don't know if this is my thing and stuff, and like, you know, she starts... You know, she's in the stairwell and she starts playing trombone and it just sounds fucking beautiful. And, you know, you you get that thing with, um, in 22's face where she kind of like, like comes to this realiz- like realization. It's like, you know, why was she doing that? Because it's something she loves, man. It's something that she's super into and stuff. And it's like. If, if it's something that you love and it's something that you're into, never, ever, ever stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, even if it's something really, even if it's something stupid and, you know, isn't going to give you any, like, long-term stuff, like playing video games. Yeah. Man. Like, 
you know, if you love that and you, that, and that brings you happiness, never, ever stop doing that. Like, I think one thing that the, uh, the movie didn't do, I'm sure there are other, like, especially Pixar movies that probably tackle this and then some, but like changing your own definition of what success is to tailor your own needs, not your desires, but like your needs, what's going to bring you the most fulfillment. You know, I think that that's success right there. I think putting a monetary value on that or, I don't know, a property, a holy cow, uh, like a property value or anything on that, I think you're kind of getting away from the whole idea of what it means to actually be successful. Well, and maybe you're not. Maybe that is your, your defining factor. But, you know, not everyone's going to be Elon Musk, right? We're not all sending rockets to Mars. And I think we all got to be cool with that. Well, I, I think that that movie did... Uh... You know, I think that that movie did all right with that because, you know, he, like, goes to see his mom. Yeah. And shit. And, you know, his mom is like, you know, how are you going to make money? Like, how is that going to be the thing? Because, like, you don't want to be like your dad who's just, like, this, you know, you know, nobody knew him. Mm -hmm. And he never made money doing the thing that he loved. And it's like, is that what's the most important? Well, and it it's it's... Weird because uh, I don't know if I have a lighter. Uh, but here's that. Um, <laughs> I, whoa, I do have a lighter. Yeah. Where the fuck did that come from? You know, so I've been, I've been. Uh, Thanks, dude. Yeah, no problem. Uh, this is great tobacco, by the way. Is uh, it Peter Stuckby? Ooh. Yeah. Um, tell me what you think. Uh, but uh. Oh, that's good. You know, me and, me and Lauren have been talking about how we can, you know, about how we can make money about, about how we can make money doing the things that we are passionate about. And, you know, she's talking about uh, starting up like an online class, like teaching people how to do, you know, teaching people uh, belly dance costumes and, you know, the rhythm and where things come from. Because she's super duper learned in that. Oh, she knows everything about that and then about some. Everything. And, and that's, and it's super admirable because that's what, she really doesn't want to be the white person with dreads. Yeah. Like, she wants to know where these moves came from and where the things, you know, are happening and where it all, you know, and a respect for the culture that she's representing in that dance itself. And I've been thinking about how I kind of want to make money. Mm -hmm. um, you know, painting is one thing. But uh, I haven't been doing a lot of painting. And while it's still very... Um, painting in and of itself is very... It's very satisfying uh, as an act to me. But mm -hmm. I like this. I like recording. I like, yeah. you know, I like talking to people. And if there's any way that I can make money off of this, that would be the way that I would want to do it. And I want to... I want to take We Like Cool Things. Oh, fuck! It is an hour and seven minutes and I haven't introduced the show. <laughs> um, hey, everybody, this is... Uh, I normally like to do it around the 15-minute mark. Um, hey, everybody, this is We Like Cool Things, the show that we talk about things that we think are cool and also adversely things that we think are cool. By the way, this is Ryan Wimhoff. Hi, hey guys. Ryan. What's up? Hi, Ryan. <laughs> How's things? Well, they're, you know, they're going well. I think it's going really well, yeah. too. Yeah. No, I'm really enjoying it. I Dude, this is like our third or fourth one we've done together. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I think I've only posted two before. 
like posted yeah yeah you and i've definitely done this like made a podcast yeah. before yeah but well uh, it was definitely on this like yeah it no, just wasn't very good quality i think it was yeah. the problem right uh, we did one in the kitchen yeah i do remember that <laughs> and it was really echoey and like i even listened back to it and i was like this sounds like garbage but um but it's a learning process yeah it's oh it's definitely been a learning process and i think that I've been doing if this you, shit for like a year now. It's like, oh, this is how it sounds good. But okay. you've enjoyed the process, right? Oh, for sure. So oh, like, for sure. So like to bring it back to our original point here, I think if you find something that you enjoy the process, then you've found your thing, right? Leave the money out of it, all that other stuff. You've found your thing. You can definitely take that thing, morph it any way you want to after the fact. But if, if you get lost in the process, that's a beautiful part, all right? There are certain things that I do that I don't like doing, but I do them because I have to. Um, like my job, like working with metal and stuff. Yeah. I think that the skills I got from that are super useful. And I think they'll probably serve me the rest of my life in one way or another. I am not passionate about that. That is not a process that I get lost in. And I'm just no. not there. And that's fine. I don't think that's wrong. I still find value in knowing how to do those things. But I'm not there. That's why I'm you know, making some career moves. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, good. But yeah, but that's why, like, if you find something you lose yourself in the process with, that's like a sign right there. If you're just invested in, you don't, you don't even notice that you suck until you start playing it back or whatever. But like, for the most part, <laughs> <laughs> like, like playing music for me though, like, I'm, I'm no master. It's still a process. And like, Says when I you, do, shit. <laughs> there's plenty I could do better. I will always say that, but that's what I like about it. I don't want to master it because then that's when it gets boring, right? Yeah. If you know, if you're so good at something that there's nothing left for you to learn, where's the drive to keep doing it? I don't understand that. Yeah. You know, and I and for that fact, I don't know that I've met anyone who's perfected anything. I've met people who are excellent at what they do, amazing, doing things that are just incredible and beyond my scope of uh, ability. Yeah, but perfected? Perfected, hell no. And I think that they would agree. I think yeah. that especially if you go up to an artist and go, this is perfect, they're going to find 10 flaws right off the bat. And that's awesome. And that's healthy to an extent. You know, finding your flaws, I think, is uh, that's part of like, especially just being an artist of any sort. Mm -hmm. You're going to find those. And, you know, I think a lot of it probably comes from like comparing it to other people's work, which is not that great. But you learn from it. I think as long as you're not so hard on yourself that you just completely get discouraged and lose desire to do it, you're just going to keep progressing after the fact. It's a it's a balancing yeah. act, right? For sure. Uh, it's a good place to stop. I'm going to take a pee real quick. Oh, good. I'm going to pee. All right, bye. Okay, so uh, we're back and we're talking about food. Yeah, food is super important. And like cooking, too, is what we were talking about. I really wish we'd actually record all of that. But we're going to rehash it because we care about you. And because I'm actually very interested in this. We care about the listeners. We care about the listeners. We really do. Especially you in Germany. All you, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> that 1% of a listener in Germany. That's, you're what we live for. Actually, challenge here. If you could toss us some like dope-ass recipes from your end, I'm interested in that, and I would love to hear more about them. Wait, like me or the German no, guy? No, the German guy. Uh, I mean, how often are you going to cook Schweinfleisch? I don't even know what it is, but if it tastes good, like I want to know about it. You know what I mean? Swapping recipes, man. You know the but Germans. The Germans are known for their cuisine. Isn't that that Wiener Schnitzel? <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, but, but um, the intentionality behind cooking someone a meal is so beautiful, and like I'm more interested in it 
when I'm cooking for someone else, like my girlfriend, like it just feels better. I'm way more invested in it then. Oh yeah. And, uh, and I like making the food look nice. I like making it look pretty. I, oh. she makes fun of me and it's funny, but like yeah, I take, you're a presentable kind of guy. Though. Yeah. Like, you well, know, you, I, you want to make uh, that kind of sound like a burn. <laughs> <laughs> But you want, but you want to make the things that you make. Like yeah. you put your fucking time and energy and life into this thing, and you want to make it look good, of course. And I mean, I take pictures. I won't eat it until I get a few good pictures of it ripped off, right? Like, yeah. I my phone is full of pictures of meals I've made like in the last six months. I need to start posting them more. Cause uh, please do. It's it's fun. I just need please to start do. making use out of it. Cause otherwise, they're just pictures sitting in my phone. Like, you know what? What am I? I'm like a. I'm like a grandparent at that point. Did nope. you see this meal I married? Like, well, back in 92. <laughs> I think, well, people appreciate that, man. Like, that's the reason that they take pictures of whatever fucking, you know, chain restaurant that they've been going to. And post yeah. that shit on Instagram, man. Like, that means a lot. Like, it, the... It, one, of the, one of the first things that I learned uh, making cocktails mm-hmm. is, like... You eat with your eyes. Yeah, absolutely you do. And, you know, people call bullshit on that. And I'm like, man, no. Presentation is everything. It's so How you're putting that out there is important. Because, like, if you spend all this time making this really dank-ass meal, and then you put it on this plate that's way too big, and you just put, like, a tiny portion on there, it just doesn't look good. Like, it looks good, but it's like, you know, this is just a place of food. Here you go. Like, uh, the, that's not exciting. That's yeah. not fun. Like, if you're not having fun with the food you're making, like I think you're kind of missing out on the whole experience, yeah. right? Oh, for sure. I'm not talking about like slapping together a bologna sandwich as soon as you walk in the door from work. Like, make a nice meal. Like that's what I like doing on the weekends. That's what Britton and I do. And and we were talking about this too. We were getting to. And we were talking about like different spaces and stuff. How you and Lauren have your own areas yeah. in the house and stuff for yeah, your own for creative sure. outlets. A couple weekends ago, we got Britton and I got in this really big discussion about it, and it was awesome. Like. I spent a lot of time in the kitchen making that chili con carne, like a lot. And I made bread that day. Actually, I made English muffins in the morning and then I made a loaf of bread and then I made the chili con carne, right? I was in the kitchen all day, literally all day. And she sat on the couch and read. Now, I mean, we talked. It's not like she, we weren't present. We were talking and stuff, but she was reading a book and I was tossing on records and we were watching music videos. And That's so cool. It was fun. I love that, man. But we could, I mean... This is a new relationship too, more or less, but four months or something. But the fact that we're comfortable enough being around each other without having to like feel like we have to entertain the other person, that's amazing. And that it's rare too. That's a hard part. I think that's a hard part to get to in a relationship altogether is being comfortable being like sharing a space, but not feeling like you have to do something to keep the other person's interest alive. Like she was doing her own thing and she was cool with it. And I was doing my own thing and we both benefited from the food. Great. But it was fun. I had fun hanging out with her while we were both doing our things that we both enjoyed. And that's, she enjoyed it too. That's fucking cool, man. It's, it's wonderful. Um, you know, we were talking about Tarantino earlier, you know, yes, we were this comfortable silences where you, yeah. can, where you can just do your thing and have the other person around and still feel like you're not alone. Yeah. In doing the thing that you love. Exactly. And that's fucking so cool, man. The like, other... I'm so proud of you. Like, ah, <laughs> yes, man. Give like, some of that. Super appreciate. Well, like, because, uh, 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 
not to get too much into your shit. Oh, you're good. Well, I mean, I don't want to. I don't throw your personal life under the bus and stuff. But like, you know, when I met you, you were single. Yeah. <laughs> and I've I've known you for coming up on three years now. Yeah. And you met Britain, you know, a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And you know, every you know, I've I've just I've always wanted you to just be fucking happy. Thanks, man. Well, yeah, I mean, it's fucking you, dude. And I, I appreciate who you are as a person. And I appreciate your company. And I, you know, all of that gooey shit. <laughs> but, like, you know, you deserve, you deserve that, man. You deserve to have that kind of thing where, that, that I feel with Lauren. Like, where there is a comfortability. Where there is, you know, trust and acceptance in the things in whatever it is that the other person's doing. Like, you fucking deserve that, man. And you fucking need that. Thanks, man. And, like, and I want her to feel that way, too. Like, I, you know, that's something that I, I want that for everyone who does want that and yearns that, right? Yeah. That was always something that I wanted. And I think that's no secret. Like, I was always, like, talking about the girls I was dating and stuff. And, like, it was always kind of a bummer. I tried to make a good story out of it, right? Dating sucks. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, had a, I had a lot of blunders with that. And, uh... It's awkward and it's... It's... Ooh. Whoa! <laughs> Chair's flipping out on me. I think I got it saved. I think uh, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, we're good. I, I tied it down one Did time. <laughs> but I don't know if that's still tied down or not. I mean, it's this big, like, scoop chair, and I'm, like, sitting on the very edge of it, so... That kind of chair has a name, and we drove to Michigan to get it. Really? Bro. I was not happy about it at all. I'm going to level with you. Yeah. Not the most comfortable chair I've ever sat in. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> Tell her that. I will. I'll say it to her face. <laughs> Fucking you have a horrible taste in chairs. Bro, your chairs are shit. <laughs> you sit in this? It's like an egg. Yeah. It's like a big egg. Yeah, no, I don't think people are, like, it was hurting my hip. I was, like, sitting back in it for a while, and then Roger hopped up on my lap, and then my legs started going numb. I'm like... Well, this isn't great. Yeah. Like now I'm go now I'm comfortable. I just gotta sit on the edge, you know. I'm not like if I'm sitting down, I don't want to be too comfortable. I don't want to be like, like I don't know. You yeah. want to like lay down in this, right? Oh yeah. Well, it's like it, it, it's what's the difference? What's the difference between a tapestry and a big piece of cloth? The crest. I'm assuming there's a crest on a tapestry. Is there? I don't know. And the like, tapestries wait, in my mind. Wait, like the family crest or like? Yeah. The, oh, okay. Yeah, something like big and fancy you see up in like a uh, castle, right? Yeah, you're kind of right then. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. But even then, it's still not much different. I guess I always equate both of them with like either a curtain or a blanket. Um, If I could take a small break mm-hmm. from what we're talking about just now, uh, because I'm going to link it with something we were talking about earlier. There is a Lord of the Rings movie marathon with food. Ooh. Uh, there's Breakfast in the Shire, Second Breakfast on Weathertop, Eleven Z's in Anduin, uh, Luncheon in Saruman's Source Room, Score Room? Store, lunch, luncheon in Saruman's Store Room, uh, Salted Pork. Ooh. I know. The salted pork is uh, particularly. <laughs> after, afternoon tea in La Florian, uh, the Orc Vitality Drink. At 5 p.m., uh, dinner in, in Ithilien, 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 and supper in Mordor. And they have pictures 
for all of the things and i really want to i really want to do this um that is definitely like a group effort kind of thing to tackle right i'm, I'm looking at you buddy Dude. i think we can do it <sighs> i don't see why we couldn't and i don't see why we shouldn't can we have a can we have a can we have a lord of the rings marathon i think that'd be dope as fuck what I, time okay what time do we have to start are we doing director's cut it is well the for the for the marathon yes it okay. is the, it is the extended cut and it is from eight a.m. to eight p.m. Fair enough. Yeah. Like I don't see any reason why not to. Yeah. I okay. think that would be fun. I think like we're gonna have to have a lot of this stuff like prepped up and ready to go right because if we're doing it we're doing it right you know for sure oh yeah absolutely so we need to really plan it out but I think like we would be remiss not to do this. Um. Have you have you have you done a Lord of the Rings marathon with Britain? No, I don't know. I'd have to ask her if she's into that. I'm pretty sure she is. I don't know that we've talked about Lord of the Rings very much, but we've definitely talked about Star Wars like to an extent. Oh, bro! Like, what? oh, dude, if 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 she's like that into Star Wars, yeah, she could do a Lord of the Rings extended marathon. I'm gonna go on a, on a branch and say that she probably would be very. I mean, there's food. Who wouldn't want to do it anyway? Right, and like you know that would you know knowing us, there's gonna be booze. Like, oh yeah, in between the whole thing. Oh yeah. Um, I think we have to keep the booze like in theme, right? Yeah, uh, probably a lot of mead. A lot of mead. Um, oodles of mead. What Not, else do they drink? Uh, well, I think the I, I feel probably like the, wine. Uh, yeah, wine a lot. Which like, is what meat uh, is, but bar- barley wine, which yeah. I was just talking about. I'm gonna pour myself another glass of this terrible port that I have. <laughs> I just gotta fucking drink it. Uh, wow, son of a bitch! Fool me once, shame on you. Oh, that was an entirely fool on me. <laughs> Britain, if you're listening to this, want to meet you. I keep telling her, I don't know what's going to happen next weekend, but I asked the, actually, I'd never asked. I wonder if I like made that point in the group chat about going out for my birthday on the 20th, that Saturday. What? Yeah. I tossed it out there. It's your birthday? Next, well, on the 18th. Fuck. But I've got the 18th and the 19th uh, closed off already. But Saturday, I was hoping to get everyone to go to Henry's. Yes. Yes, yeah? absolutely. Hell yeah. Um, I mean, no matter what, I'm going to close. Uh, even if I do work, I close at 5. Nah, that's not a big deal. Yeah. It's not like we'd be going there any time before 5. Right, I'm saying. So. On the 20th, you said? Yeah. Uh, I'm looking. Um, well, I have, uh, it's kind of nice. I have this. I have Saturday and Sunday off. Ooh. Which is nice. And then uh, I have I have the twentieth off. I think this is happening then. Okay, dude, let's do it. Oh yeah, let's go to Henry's. Man, I want to get me a Reuben. <laughs> they have a great Reuben. This is still the best I've ever had so in town. Good. I uh, I'm in a I'm on a quest to find the best Reuben. You said you could hook me up with a pretty damn good Reuben though. I I really enjoy my Reubens. Do you? Yeah, from from Old Crown. Yeah, yeah. they we make a good Reuben out there. Are you guys doing seating inside of the uh, restaurant yet? You can sit in the pinball room, mm-hmm. which is in the back, and it's like you know, kind of removed from everything else. But I mean, yes. I'm gonna have to remember that. And I mean, even if so, like I can mix you up a mean cocktail, and you can chill back there and have a Reuben and do the whole thing, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah, buddy. I'm gonna have to do that at some point. But yeah, definitely this Saturday. Like, 
Because, like, that's a good time to meet her. Is it this Saturday? Is it next Saturday? Next Saturday. Next Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it next Saturday, then. Yeah. Because I really want to meet her. No, I want I, I want her to meet you guys. I want you guys to meet her. Like, cool. So. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited uh, about let's that. Let's have a thing. Yeah, let's do this thing. What's your last name? Fryer. It's too close to my last name. I'm not okay with this. That's half the reason I dated her. There can only be one. <laughs> there can only be one. <laughs> Britain Fryer. No, you're just the result of her last name. She's the Fryer, you're the Fry. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're looking at it in like Pokemon style, she's the evolved version of me. Yeah. No, exactly. Bingo. She's better than you. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the level up. Yeah. <laughs> The extended edition director's cut. Been grinding for a while. <laughs> She's that legendary at the end of the game. Oh, she's shiny? Mm-hmm. Ah, I see. Gotta get that shiny. She's, she's gonna hate all of this. I uh, hope she I, uh, <laughs> Well, for what it's worth, Lauren doesn't listen to the podcast, so. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. I'm sure she won't either. It's like, I listen to you talk way too much as it is. Like, nah, I'm, Dude, I'm good. right? Yeah. And that's, that's been the thing. She was like, you know, like, I, I don't listen to any of your podcasts because I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's acceptable. I'll take that. She, uh, she makes fun of me because, like, if I'm driving anywhere, I call someone. Because I get bored. <laughs> like yeah. I, I can't hook my phone up to my uh, system anymore because it's got it doesn't have a fucking uh, quarter inch jack. It's got one of those little dongle things, and the whole port I can hardly even charge my phone right now. So the next best thing is radio. Yeah. And I don't like listening to the radio very often. In the morning, it's great, and on Sundays on ninety six nine with the gospel hours. Yeah, dude. I will wake up early just to listen to that. So good. I'm such a fan. Like for real, man. You've got me hooked on that station. Yeah, yeah. It do. I love that station. I really do. And then in the morning, you got a uh, Steve Harvey in the morning, which like I like it. Strawberry letter and all that good stuff. <laughs> Steve Harvey in the morning. <laughs> you think? I'd, did you think I could do voice acting? I think you probably could. You got a way more interesting voice, like interesting voice than I do. Like I know I couldn't do Thank it. You. Yeah, like, well, I think uh, like, yours is like interesting to listen to. Like I think so, which I, is kind of like you know self felicitating But I mean, whatever. well, you know, you gotta you gotta own your strengths, right? I mean, yeah. Like me. I don't think I have a voice for like radio, so I don't think that like voice yeah. acting really lends itself to me very much either. Like you gotta have a, just a nice voice. You got a face for radio. Hey, what's up? <laughs> That's what my mom used to say. Oh, my mom gave me this face. Hey, there we go. <laughs> I've been thinking about that though. I've been thinking about doing like, um, well, cause like, you know, uh, kind of like with, with the conversation that we were talking about earlier where it's like, you know, I, I want to say the things that I love to do and somehow like make money off of them. Not yeah. enough money to, you know, like survive. Cause I'm not really fucking worried about that. But like, you know, I, I know that I felt real good when I got $100 from, you know, an El Camino show. Yeah, that was nice. That was really fucking nice, man. Like, you know, just being like, oh, I can get money off of this? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. It's fun money, then. And, it's and guilt-free money. It's, you know, I, I so I want to I wanna make money off of my painting, which is... Uh, is is kind of an entirely other thing, because I feel like there's a... You know, I, I there's a part of my painting that doesn't feel like I should charge people for it because usually when I'm I'm painting, I paint for me. Yeah. Like, like I don't. 
I don't give a shit about giving this to anybody else. Like, I want this to be my release. And That being said, I still have ugly fucking bird hanging up in my living room. Oh, good. Yeah, Sweet. dude, that thing's not going any well until I move. But yeah. I love where that's sitting at right now. Didn't didn't like somebody come over and you like had to hide it or something like that? Or my like, uh, <laughs> my I can't my, remember. My roommate's uh, mom and dad came over, and they brought his uh, younger cousin who like lives with them. Yeah, and she's like twelve, I think, maybe oh. thirteen, oh. somewhere around there. Yeah. And uh, we're all hanging out in the kitchen or the living room talking and stuff. And then. I mean, they'd been there for maybe a good 20 minutes or 30 minutes, something like that. And the mom looks over at the wall and she goes, oh, oh, no, no, no. And she, like, reaches over to, like, cover it. I mean, jokingly, but, like, yeah. I totally probably would have, like, at least briefly taken it down if I'd yeah. thought about it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, no. Brooklyn's here. Oops. Uh, <laughs> like, let's avoid the swears. But she was, she had also been to our house before and, like, hung out while her, his parents were off doing like Christmas shopping or something. Oh, okay. She's well versed in that portrait being there. So, yeah, yeah. and I'm sure it's a word that she's heard. I knew that word when I was her age. So God, I, um, uh, we, we babysit the, uh, the girl across the alley. Yeah. 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 Um, and she's like coming up on like one and a half. Oh wow. So, yeah. She's a babe. She's a little girl. And, uh, I am, always contemplating when I should stop swearing in front of her <laughs> because there is like I, I talk to her the same way I talked to literally like anybody else mm-hmm. like I'm just like you fucking baby like <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you shitting all over the place god damn it like just swear words and swear words and I'm like uh there's gonna be a time where she's, she's gonna say fuck and I'm going to find that hilarious and she's just going to put it in her echelon of words for forever. And I'm going to be fucked over yeah. it. Yeah, it's going to be entirely it's, my fault. Yeah, you're going to be the bad guy in that Oh, one. yeah, for sure. It's like a weird thing, though, isn't it? Because, like, everyone who has, a, who has a kid that, like, curses and, like, you have to yell at them. It's like, you know, you they probably heard it from you. Like, I don't know yeah. anyone that doesn't curse. And I'm a big fan of cursing. Oh, I love cursing. I think that it's a very versatile way of getting your point across. Yeah. And I think that... It's quick and to the point. I, my mom's always trying to make the argument, like, you're an English major. You know better words than that. And I'm like, not actually, no, because yeah. these are the better words, Mom. Yeah. Like, That's why they're there. They're beautiful. They they get your point across so well, and they're so versatile. Why would I want to opt out for something that I'm going to have to explain afterward? That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. These are flavor. You know, chef's kiss on that. But it's also like, but, but like, you know, you, you know, when somebody is like ill equipped in using the word fuck, like <laughs> yeah. if, if somebody says fuck and they're not used to it, then you like, it kind of like sticks out like, oh man, like you can always tell cause it's like they surprised themselves with it. I'll never forget. There was a, I had a bunch of poems published in IPFW's Confluence, like right before I graduated Yeah, and I went to the poetry reading for it and, uh, this one girl got up there, and she had a piece about, like, how society shouldn't define your beauty or whatever. Yeah. And she's reading it, reading it, and then she gets up to the end, and she grips the podium, and just kind of fluidly, but you can tell, like, she was kind of gearing herself up for something big. Yeah. She goes, and fuck society, and, like, her body shook with the fuck, and I'm like, oh, boy. You're yeah. not used to that one, are you? Like, and you could tell, like, she felt good. She wasn't used to it, but she felt good after yeah. getting that off her chest. I'm like, all the more power to you. That's amazing. That's expressive in that way. Now go but... practice it. Yeah, right. But like... Go home and say fuck to your mom. 
You're like, yeah, just say, just, yeah, man, just say fuck. Well, and that's like one of the big, like, I, I um, you know, that's how I know. Uh, we're talking about like Lauren's parents and like, yeah, you know, not only her and her parents' relationships, but like me and my parents, or me and her parents' relationships, because between me and my parents, between me and like Papa Fry and Mama Fry, oh yeah, I will like my entire speech is different mm-hmm. because. There are no swear words in my mom's house. Yeah. I've heard her say fuck once in my life. It was probably scary too, wasn't it? Was it was honestly a little frightening. Yeah. yeah. I was like, whoa, mom, like what the fuck? Like where did that come from? <laughs> I've heard my mom say the fuck word like once or twice. Yeah. And it's just like, I get a jolt whenever I hear it from her. I'm like, are you sure that's what you want to go with? Final answer? Like for all the money, that's yeah. what you're going to go with on this one? Like. The woman who lectures me on using that word. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I guess to that extent, I guess as interesting as this may be, yeah, I guess there's probably a line, right? You don't want to say fuck every five, every five words. That's That gets just as boring. It's got to be timed. It's a precision word. Exactly. You know? And, I, you know, especially when you, you look at people, you know, like we were just talking about, who don't know how to use it properly. Yeah. And, you know, they see the word as this kind of like you know it's the daddy of all expletives Mm -hmm. so they want to if if you know somebody who doesn't know how to do it just right it's adding you know shakes and shakes and shakes of salt onto a steak oh yeah where it's like you can you know i like salt on my steak man like i'll salt my I'll salt the fuck out of my steak. And but you like, should. I like salt. I like steak. I like the two of them together. But, like, if you drown the steak in salt, it ruins the steak. Oh, yeah. So if you drown, you know, this really, you know, impassioned feeling full, you know, th- this expression of you and you say fuck every other word, it's like... It, it feels like it feels like you're taking your point and hanging it out for the deer. Yeah. Like that's what it feels like. Why are you trying? To, why are you trying that hard? Yeah, like, it's just uh... it's it's it gets to be a little too much. It, like it's a practice thing, right? Yeah. Like everything else, you just mm-hmm. got to figure out when to when's the right time. Find that rhythm. Like, so I work with the uh, our roaster at Old Crown. Um, his name's Ben. Yeah, and like a comedy uh, roaster. Huh? Like a comedy roaster or like a <laughs> <laughs> like a like, like like a bean roaster? Oh, yeah, he, he does our coffee. Yeah, he he does create some wicked burns though. Does man. he? Like that man is fucking sh- whip sharp, man. Like, he knows what's up. Uh, but he's got these two kids, and um, I think like they're like in middle school now, and uh, I'm. You know, uh, he doesn't swear around his kids. Like when he's not in front of his kids, like he'll let it, he'll let it go. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, I'm I'm in my element, and I'm going to say whatever I want to say. Like, and uh, I was, you know, I know that I've said a, a whole bunch of just you know unsavory things in front of his children about you know customers and the shape of the world and everything like that and. Um, his, uh, it's so funny because, um, his, one of his kids, his, uh, he's probably, God, he's probably like, uh, like 14 or 15 now, his little, his, uh, his boy, 
Um, What's his fucking name? Uh, Elijah. Elijah, I think, is his name. And um, we were talking about uh, chocolate covered, uh, chocolate covered uh, potato chips. Ooh, so good. They're so good. Bro, they're so good. And uh it was it was somewhere somehow some way he dropped the fuck word. And <laughs> and I was like no, don't say that. And he was like you're not my dad. And I was like <laughs> I know I'm not your dad and I know that I'm not going to stop you from ever using the words that you weigh in the way that you want to, but Listen to me more in the way that I say that word. The way that I say it comes across naturally. You are forcing it. Yeah, because he thinks he's being the cool kid, yeah, right? Yeah. He thinks he's being the cool kid, man. I'm like, just because you use the fuck word does not make you a cool kid. No. It, it doesn't. And I feel like he's just like coming out of that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I don't know, it takes a little while to kind of get used to it and get that natural flow of it, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it's like the, it's like that girl who, like, grabbed the, yeah. the podium and is like, <laughs> like, uh, like I, I can't, I can tell that's not a part of your, yeah. I can tell that's not a part of your everyday arsenal. I wish I could describe it in better detail, but, like, her whole body felt that word leave her lips. Like, you can yeah. tell, like, there was just a jolt of excitement through her, like, I'm breaking a rule right now. Yeah. And I'm super glad that she did it. And oh, I think, sure. like, it's a release, right? And, like, if there was ever a, a more appropriate setting for her to do a public speaking opportunity and just drop it, that, I don't know what, I don't know what would be more appropriate. That was the time. But it's do also, it. But it's also, like, you know, if, if, if that is the, you know, if that is the apex of what you have to say, mm-hmm. that it, if that whole, you know, if your point is riding on the fuck word then make it, you know, it's got to be some kind of, like, fluid. But, man, fuck society. Like, that, you know, like, yeah. that, just that realism. And because, you know, I've said that sentence a million times, and it feels, and the, the fuck word is a part of pretty much everything that I've got going on. Yeah. Like, uh... I can't think of a more uh, fluid word than fuck. It's just a good word. I will say that, like, cause, I mean, there are definitely like times where I know I shouldn't say it, and like, it'd be a bad idea to say it, right? Oh, just you know, around old people, yeah. And, you know, maybe like un unfriendly ears, and yeah, you know, certain certain times and places, right? Yeah. But there's also kind of a joy in like working your way around it. I don't know. It keeps me on my toes a little bit. It's like. Well, you're gonna have to flavor your language another way. Like, don't curse. Go challenge time, dude. It feels kind of nice. I don't want to do it all the time because just it's a little exhausting after a while. But yeah. like, uh, I guess I'm gonna have to get used to it at some point. But <laughs> you know, but like even you know even around old people, if I'm talking about something and and it's like, uh, you know, Uh, it's the same fucking thing and like you know like that kind of thing where you know the word fucking was in there and like you almost didn't notice it but it's like 
it's it's so much of it's so much a part of the thing that I'm saying where it's kind of it kind of disappears in whatever else is going on. Yeah. And you know, it's like it's like adding you know, I mean we're talking about food. You know, it's like adding garlic to a soup. Yeah. You know, like you don't you don't want it to be like garlic or you know, that I mean that's the reason that I don't like pickles. Um That's a weird one to me, man. Pickles are really good. Uh, it's an aggressive garnish. Um, I mean, uh, it, uh, think about it: uh, black olives. Black olives you are great too. Put black olives on a pizza. Though. <laughs> Absolutely, I prefer green though. I like green olives. I'm kind of get, I'm kind of getting into green olives, especially because um, I've recently been having them stuffed with blue cheese. Ooh. <sighs> Super good. I know I'm getting away from the point you're making by saying all this and being contrary, but like, damn, oh, I, no, it's okay. I, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I like pickled foods. I guess is the bottom line. <laughs> uh, I've been. Uh, I, I I actually have come to really enjoy kimchi. Kimchi ain't bad. Uh, I haven't done a whole lot with it though. I was not a fan of it. Uh, probably less than a year ago. And I don't know what happened, but like, it's, I try it now and it's like, wow, this shit's fucking delicious, man. Like, that was how I felt about gyros when I, the first time I had one. Really? Dude, I, the oh, first bro. gyro I ever had, I took one bite and I was done with it. Like, oh, this ain't for me. With the tzatziki sauce? Spe- it was, stuff? it was the tzatziki sauce oh, I didn't like. Dude. But I'm telling you now, I can't get enough of gyros. They're so good. Gyros are amazing. You ever just do like, deconstructed euros and just try and find different ways to do the same thing like uh, honestly no because lamb the 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 shaved lamb is kind of like the essential part of like the whole thing and no matter what i do i can't get that 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 specific kind of like salted sheared lamb on anything that i do the best thing is uh if you go to like king euros yeah and get the uh the platter yeah. Right? Oh, so yeah. you're always going to have tons of leftover, like, fixins. Uh-huh. Just toss it Save, all in an omelet. Save that shit for later. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm not going to, like, waste it. It's good food. Oh, for sure. It, and it does make a mean omelet. Mean. Dirty. Delicious. Oh, sure. Goat or a feta. Dude, uh, all, all you need for a solid omelet is, like, uh... You know, feta, onions, a, a little bit of green peppers. Yeah. And you're fine, man. Like, that's really all that's what's going on. Uh, any, any, any fucking diner place that we go to, if they have a Greek omelet, I'm getting that shit. Oh, yeah. That's that's on par with garbage plates. That's, uh, I mean, Liberty Diner. Still yeah, my... we didn't go there. Fuck. Dude, we need to. That is still, I went, uh... I went by myself a couple months ago. Yeah. I was kind of having like a treat yourself kind of morning. Like Good. actually it was kind of a treat yourself kind of day. But I, I think I started off, I got a haircut and then I went over to Liberty Diner and just had you know breakfast by myself. It was a good morning, man. I wish I'd have brought my writing stuff. That was kind of like my, my old writing routine and I, that was kind of the goal too and I just kind of left it at home, which was fine. I didn't yeah. miss it that much. But it was, it's a nice place to go sit down. And if you get there at the right time, there's no one else there. So you just get to sit there, zone out, do your thing, eat a nice breakfast. Like, they keep filling your coffee as long as you sit there. So it's always a good time. Sweet, yeah. Send me up. Oh, absolutely. I, I I desperately wish that you could smoke, in uh, diners still. Yeah, that would be the ultimate, right? Um, when I was uh when I was in high school, uh, I was in marching band. Nice. And uh, before. 
before we would go to uh, on Saturdays was always like uh, when we would go to another school or this that and the other and we would you know do our marching band thingy and we would meet at, uh, the trumpet section would meet at uh, Bob Evans on um, in Coventry mm-hmm. and uh, I would get a Greek omelet there and they had a smoking section what? still and so we would sit in there and fucking smoke cigarettes and, <laughs> and have breakfast and then go play jazz yeah dang yeah, like dude. that would be ideal that would be the ideal way to do it that would be a good day um we would go to an elementary uh, there was a Haverhill elementary school um it's a, it's it's an elementary school that's tucked deep inside uh the southwest side of towns uh you know fucking all of those bullshit housing additions that they have out yeah. there that I grew up in um but there was Haverhill Elementary School and we would it was about and we had a fairly large trumpet section it was probably about 20 of us what and uh, I mean it was homestead dude. yeah like, you know rich white people whatever and so we were trying to we were trying to blow off some steam and so we'd meet at Haverhill Elementary School, and we would uh, all get in the... I'm totally going off the rails on whatever conversation that we were talking about before. Ah, we're on this one now. Yeah. Um, and so we would get uh, really close together, and we would uh, go... We're gonna rape, kill, pillage, and burn any babies. Rape, kill, pillage, and burn. We're gonna rape, kill, pillage, and burn any babies. And let's just start jumping <laughs> and yelling. And we had the cops calling us a couple times, like just like bunch of band nerds, bunch of band nerds, like wearing like checkered pants and just screaming like rape, kill, pillage, and burn. We're gonna rape, kill, pillage, and burn any babies. Like a lot of fun. Had to Good high schoolers. Honestly, honestly, the most fun, like the, the like it, the most fun that I had looking back at high school was in marching band. I w- I uh, I had the opportunity marching band with the tuba. Didn't want to like my uh, freshman year was the last time I played tuba. Really? Not you a played, f- you played tuba? Yeah, sixth grade up through freshman year. You kind of look like a tuba. Player. I know. My grandpa always said I could dot the eye in the Ohio band. Uh, which probably no, was a fat no. joke, which like flew over my head at the time. But like that was a good. If it wasn't a fat joke, Wait, do I the should what? have been dot the eye. Uh, I spell out Ohio. Uh, yeah, uh, no. get you out there with a tuba. You can dot the eye. It's like <laughs> okay. Ooh, like, boy, thanks, Uncle. <laughs> Uncle, Grandpa. Grandpa, thanks, yeah. Grandpa. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna have a third piece of pie, but I guess I will now. <laughs> but hey, man, uh, I, I had a lot of respect for tuba players. Man, they they knew what was going on. I. I, I mean, I enjoyed it when I was in middle school, and then I got to high school, and I, I didn't really mesh well with the, the band instructor. He was a good guy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but I was just kind of done with it at that point. You know, stupid teenager, like, too cool to be doing this. Uh, so I quit, and that's when I started playing bass. He was the guy that uh, I tried out for the jazz band my yeah. senior year, and I had to, like, reteach myself how to, pl- like, read music in a week before yeah. my audition with him. Uh, and I kind of just went through and like memorized the entire sheet that he gave me. 
and then I went through and I played it and he's like okay well uh, why don't you play something for me that you know and I got real nervous I was like anything it's like yeah what, what songs do you know and I played Around the World by the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> for this, like, 78-year-old man. <laughs> like, Was he about it? No, oh, God, no. God. He kind of cut me off at, you know, probably about a minute, not even a minute. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. That was good. We'll let you know. Someone else got the but position. You fucking will, you ass. Like. <laughs> yeah. But I was playing in a band at the time with uh, the director of the uh, Varsity Singers for, yeah. for high school with his son. And he came to one of our shows, and he came up to me afterward, and he's like, I really liked watching you play. There's not a lot of people who can, like, move around the bass neck like you do. You're a fun person to watch play bass. I was like, oh, thanks. Like, that was a real, that's always a nice compliment. And uh, he came to me for, like, two or three months straight asking me to, he would come to my homeroom and uh, call me out in the uh, hallway and try and convince me to do the, uh, be in the, the band for Varsity Singers. And I was like, nah, not for me, man, which was stupid. Eventually, eventually I broke down. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll try out. And they get, he got the, uh, the, the band director for the varsity singers to come in and audition me like the next day. Yeah. And he asked me, okay, well, uh, what songs do you know? <laughs> it got to that point again. I'm like, oh, God, crap. Yeah. So I was like, okay, don't do around the world. And so I did YYZ by, by Rush. That's fucking solid. Which, which I should have done for the other guy. That at least sounds like. Probably closer to what he would have been about. Wait, I think I remember this story. Wasn't there somebody else that did YYZ and he thought he was hot shit? That was uh, at church camp like two years prior. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I, I remember specific, it was with Isaiah Latch. We were, you know, in the same cabin and stuff and there yeah. was like a, a talent show there. Yeah. And I was like, what's the YYZ? So we, we spent like the entire week there, like me learning it. I mean, Isaiah is amazing. He got it down. Yeah. way quick and i had to just sit there and keep listening to it over <coughs> i had like the the tabs printed back when i was using tabs oh god and i remember like looking at it for like a couple of minutes i'm like this is stupid i threw it away and i just learned it by ear yeah that's uh, all i listened to that week was just that song on repeat a million way. times that's why i do it and uh we went in and and we killed it and like they wanted us back there was this other kid that went up after we like did our audition we were like hanging out and watching him and stuff and he comes up and he's got this smug look on his face, right? And he just looks me dead in the eyes. And he's playing bass. And he does the do 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 part. And he stops there. And he just kind of, he gives me the sup look. You know, do you know what I'm talking about? The back red head now. And then he goes in and plays like his song with his friends. And I'm just kind of sitting there like, yeah, that part, what? Like... Cause like you, you you get in that position, you know someone's like trying to like get in your head and like make you feel bad about something. Yeah. And that was the imp- like I was there, I was in that position. I was like, crap, like, what's this guy's deal? And he came to our cabin afterward, and we were practicing it some more. And he's like, so you play YYZ, huh? I was like, yeah. He's like, so how long have you been playing? And up at that point, I think it'd been about a year. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, about a year. And he's like, bullshit. No, you haven't. Your parents probably got you lessons. I'm like, no, what? They don't have money yeah, for that. I had to yeah. buy this bass myself. Like, <laughs> they aren't gonna splurge on bass lessons. This is a <laughs> Nerf guitar. <laughs> no one wants to pay their, for their kid to learn how to play bass. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, whatever. It's a pretty easy song. And I was like, oh, okay, Heck well, yeah, you can play it. Are there are a few parts I was messing up on. Play it. Oh, I don't want to do that. Just listen to my band. You'll see what I'm about. And he leaves, and I'm like, Fuck that guy. 
So then we go in. He, his band didn't make it into the thing. Ah, what a bitch. I know. Did you know his name? I couldn't tell you if I remember it or not. I don't remember. It, it didn't stick out that much. But yeah. I remember going in that night and like doing it. And uh, we were like the second to last group to perform. And the judges were like, there was a band there that week, you know, like a, know, like a touring like Christian band yeah. rock thing or whatever. And Building they, 429 or something. Yeah. <laughs> but they loved us, man. They came up after like, well, we really wanted you guys to win, but there was like a dance troupe and they're like, that was more like, cause the, the winning group got to come back and perform for the next week of, oh, okay. of kids and whatever. Yeah. Like we kind of felt like, you know, there were more kids in that group and it made more sense to have them come back and we're like, oh yeah, that's fine. We played a song from like the eighties, like seventies, like yeah. it's cool. Just but, yeah. but like these dads kept coming up, these dads, this one guy came up in particular, he's like, holy crap, because that was amazing. You know who you remind me of? And I was like, Getty Lee. He's like, John Entwistle. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? Oh, he's the bass player for The Who. Oh, okay. Thunderfingers, like the dude's, Thunder that's a huge, that his, that's a huge compliment. Right on. Huge compliment. <laughs> fucking over my head. But like, I just kind of like, I, I still took, it's still a big compliment. I'm not going to scoff it, but he yeah. walked away and I kind of started laughing. I'm like, this song was in his era. Like, why did why did a song by Getty Lee remind him of John Atlas? And I just got a kick out of that. So that was fun. But yeah, people kept coming up afterward, and I, and I kept looking around for the kid. And I caught him at one point, and he just kind of looked at me and then looked away real quick and left. And I was like, Ah, oh, yeah, yeah! <laughs> bitch! What the fuck is up? Yeah, he was because he kept trying to strong arm me, like you know, strong arm like base oh, wise, yeah. you know, like, that hey, whole man, week. Be like you ain't shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> Just trying to like get in my head and like be, be just kind of be a dick about it and stuff. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just gonna go do this thing that you don't get to do now. <laughs> yeah, right. You're welcome. So that was awesome. Oh fuck, I'm a, I'm a sleepy sheepy. Oh yeah, same here. Uh, we're coming up on two hours. Damn. And after two hours, they charge me. Do they? Yeah. So. <laughs> well, if anyone listens to this, I hope it was worth their time. Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, at, at least uh, Topher will. Yeah, well, we got him going for us. <laughs> Good well, guy, like, Topher. Fucking, uh, I did the same. Uh, I I did a, I did a podcast with Drew. A couple oh, you nights. did? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we came up on two hours, and I did the same thing. I was just like, you know, like I fucking, you know, if we go over two hours, they're gonna charge me. And he was like, oh, okay, man, like or whatever. And I was like, don't worry, Topher will hear it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Well, at least we're keeping Toner, Topher entertained. Yeah. Bye, Topher. Bye, Topher. <laughs> Bye, everybody else that's made it this far. Bye, guys. Bye.